Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tucker Milling. Join Andy Schneider, National Spokesperson for the USDA APHIS Avian Health Program, Editor-in-Chief of Chicken Whisperer Magazine, and author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, Chicken Factor Chicken Poop, and Zero Waste Chicken Keeping, as he welcomes top poultry veterinarians, poultry scientists, and poultry nutritionists to discuss the hot topics in the poultry world today and provide science-based, fact-based, study-based information to help you raise the healthiest poultry possible. And now, here's your host, Andy Schneider. Alrighty, thank you very much for joining us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. It's good to be back, and uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Superior Black Soldier Fly Larva Grubs for Your Flock is uh, what we've named this topic, and uh, that may change based on how the interview goes today. But uh, in just a few minutes after we uh, go to our first commercial break and do a little bit of host chat and catch-up, we've got Ray Diedrich. He is the Chief Operating Officer of Insect Technology Group, makers of Grubettes. And uh, we're really looking forward to talking with him to learn all about their product and basically uh, you know, we've been down this road before. We're, we're going to want to know um, how uh, the company got started and what he does for the company, but we really want to know about their product. We want to know uh, where they manufactured, where they made, how are they produced, what what kind of diet are they on, because well, we've done many shows over the last 12 years of doing this podcast, and, and really myself even have seen uh, this technology grow uh, with Black Soldier Fly and black soldier fly larva from from way way back when uh, I can remember doing um, a live interview when I was on one of my very first uh, tours and I was out in Dallas Texas and we were doing um, and I interviewed somebody who was kind of getting into this uh, new technology of, of black soldier fly and so uh, there are a lot of folks that have come and gone and uh, we're gonna kind of dive deep into this and and hopefully get some information today that we haven't heard before. So you may want to go ahead, and especially our longtime listeners, we know you have those spiral-bound chicken whisper notebooks to take lots of notes uh, and get all this down because hopefully we'll all learn a lot today about the science of raising some black soldier flies So uh, for our chickens. Uh, So we'll get into that here in just a minute and after our first commercial break. But I want to welcome you to the show during this uh, I don't know. I, I hate the term new normal, but uh, that's a lot of the media is using that now based on the pandemic and, and everything else that's going on in, in the world today. But we do thank you for joining us. You can take time out of your day to just relax and, and, and kind of get all that stress out of your body and out of your mind and sit back and really enjoy 
uh, backyard poultry with the chicken whisperer that, you know, we've been broadcasting this for 12 years now. And, and so many people over the years say, you know, it's a part of my day where I can just sit back and relax and, and really put a smile on my face and learn something about something I really enjoy, which would, you know, homestead, homesteading, um, you know, um, backyard chickens, agriculture, uh, composting, you know, we, we talk about it all on the show. So again, thank you for joining us. I also want to uh, really send out our thoughts and prayers to everybody that's in the path of the hurricane. I think it's Laura is the one that hit last night over in the, I guess it's the, what is it, the St. Charles area over just uh, east of, of Houston, Texas. And it's going up and moving up through the United States and it's kind of curve over all the, you know, kind of go across Kentucky, go out, out to the eastern seaboard and then, and then back out to sea and uh, it's, it's got quite a path if you look at where they predict it's going to go. So uh, I saw lots of folks on some of the chicken groups last night on Facebook that say, hey, uh, in fact, one I remember very clearly in particular, uh, the young lady said, well, all of the chickens are in the bathroom. We've evacuated. Uh, and her, her question for the group was, when I get back, how do I get rid of the chicken poop smell in my bathroom? <laughs> so, so, um, but, but there were lots of questions leading up to these storms as every year, you know, about what do I do with my chickens? Are they going to do fine outside? Do I need to move them in the garage or inside the house with me? Or if I evacuate, how do I transport all of these chickens, whether they have six or 60? So all of these questions, uh, and we've addressed all of those actually on past shows here on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, but hopefully everybody, as of earlier today, I think, and, and every death is a tragedy, but I heard at this point there was one uh, fatality due to the storm so far. Last I heard, that may have increased. It was a 14-year-old girl, bless her heart, uh, and a, a tree, I think, fell on her home uh, and, and took her life. So uh, we pray for that family as well and give them our thoughts um, during this a difficult time. But uh, hopefully we'll get through this storm. But guess what? It's 2020. <laughs> There'll be another storm coming along, whether it be weather-related or uh, uh, earthly-related or uh, man-made, created, whatever. 2020 has been, boy, it's, a, it's been a humdinger of a year so far, and we still got a few months left, and uh, they, they have, to have a feeling that they're going to be, there's, there's probably a still a few surprises up 2020 sleeve <laughs> before we get into 2021. So what I'm going to do, folks, is go straight to commercial break, and we're going to get our first commercial break out of the way. We'll come back, and we're going to welcome our guest today, uh, which I'm sure you're going to enjoy and uh, enjoy this topic because we're going to we're going to ask the tough questions. You know we do. We don't hold back uh, whether they're a sponsor or not a sponsor. These folks are not a sponsor, but, it, but y'all know y'all follow me a long time. It's not going to matter. We're going to ask the tough questions uh, about uh, black soldier fly larvae, and because I want I know what you're thinking out there in our listenership and uh, radio land. So uh, when we get back, we'll get right into it. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this short break. Stay with us, folks. When you need an incubator, think Brincy, the incubation specialists. Brincy has been a world-leading manufacturer of quality incubators for almost 40 years. They manufacture incubators that hold anywhere from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity controls and programmable egg turning, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and receive 10% off your entire order. Order your new incubator today at Brincy.com. That's B-R-I-N-S-E-A.com. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. 
Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at idealpoultry.com. That's idealpoultry.com. Sweet PDZ has been keeping horse stalls ammonia-free and healthy for nearly 33 years. However, ammonia is ammonia, regardless of the species producing it. Therefore, it will do the same great job in your chicken coops and brooders. Sweet PDZ safeguards flock health by neutralizing and eliminating harmful levels of ammonia and odors. Safe and effective moisture absorption. All-natural, non-toxic, premium-grade zeolite mineral. Contains no masking scents or chemical perfumes. Safe and beneficial to dispose with waste on compost and gardens. Learn more at SweetPDZ.com. That's SweetPDZ.com. Metzer Farms is now hatching and shipping the premier egg layer. This girl is consistently laying jumbo eggs with a higher nutrient density and lower water content than your eggs now. She is an extremely hardy bird and the most heat and cold tolerant egg layer available, allowing for year-round outdoor production. An eggshell unmatched in sturdiness and thickness, making cracks a thing of the past. Increase your health and double your egg profits. Of course, we're talking about ducks. Duck eggs are revered by chefs for their succulent flavor and by bakers for being the better baking egg. Learn more about this extraordinary duck, the Golden 300, or any of our other 35-plus breeds of ducks and geese at MetzerFarms.com and order your next flock from us. And now we return to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer with your host, Andy Schneider. All righty, thank you very much for staying with us today. I was just thinking about things that were going on on the homestead, and I wanted to, I wanted to share this with folks because, uh, again, it was um, <laughs> it was a learning process for us too, especially this time. We um, um, we've dabbled in uh, raising cattle for the last two and a half years, and we had uh, uh, when when we took a steer, we had to take it off the property. Um, uh, it was one of those things where this was about in March, I think it was, uh, when we were loading it up into livestock trailer. Um, his name was T-Bone. We just uh, got his normal bucket of, of feed and kind of he followed us up right into the trailer. No problems. Did the step up and uh, and he was golden. Closed the door. It was the easiest thing we've ever done. I think probably here on the homestead dealing with animals. Well, we have a a cow, a jersey. And uh, we were taking it off the homestead uh, this morning. And uh, uh, thank goodness, because we started about three days ago. Uh, but she didn't want to have anything to do with that livestock trailer whatsoever. Um, she, we, we could lead her up to the back, uh, but then there was a step up into the actual livestock trailer, and she just wasn't having it. So uh, we tried several things for a couple of days, and finally, you know, the, the, the step up was was giving her fit. So. Uh, just manual labor took took. And I'm sharing this with you in case uh, you know you're you find yourself in this position as well. Uh, I basically uh, went and we dug out kind of two trenches, if you will, uh, in path of the trailer tires. It's a dual uh, tandem trailer, so uh, we we dug the the ditch out so and backed the trailer down 
through the wheels into the tires, into those ditches, and that brought the back bumper all the way down to the ground. I mean, it was just boom, right, right to the ground. And then the dirt we used from digging out the trenches that we could back the trailer down into to lower it to the ground, we used that dirt to actually make a ramp. Uh, there was probably just a three or four inch step at that point versus maybe close to a foot uh, before. And then we just kind of made a ramp with that dirt. And so basically the, the, the cow just walk right in, no steps whatsoever, no trickery, anything like that. And sure enough, this morning early, my wife went out, got her a big tub of feed, and just uh, uh, actually just walked her right on in. So it was one of those. So if you ever have that issue, whether it's a donkey or a cow, uh, I've never owned – well, actually, I take that back. I've had a horse before, and that's why we don't have them any longer. <laughs> but um, there's a little trick for you if they you just can't get them over that step, stepping up into the livestock. Uh, and it wasn't really too bad to dig those trenches out and drop that down and then make the ramp with the dirt. Uh, very creative, I thought. But it's um, – it's, I wanted to share that with folks in case you find yourself in that same same situation in the future. I can help you out a little bit. So let's go ahead and get started. My uh, guest today, uh, so proud to have him on. We've tried to work this uh, the show out for several months during the pandemic, and we finally got it taken care of. So I'm proud of that. We've got Ray Diedrich. He is the chief operating officer with Insect Technology Group, and they are the makers of the Grubets, which is a black soldier fly uh, larva, I believe it is, and um, we're going to welcome him to the show right now. Ray, thank you very much for joining us today. It's glad to finally have you on with us. Uh, hi, Andy. How you doing? Nice to meet you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yes, you're coming in loud and clear. No, no problems. That's always good to have the technology technology on our side. Because in in 12 years of doing this, it's rare. Uh, it really is. But every now and then we'll have a glitch in the system, or Blog Talk Radio up in New York just didn't want to pan out, or maybe it's just a. I mean, sometimes it's been as simple as me not knowing that I'm on mute. <laughs> so <laughs> you just never know what you're going to get when you're doing a live. Uh, internet radio, which are the end folks, if you're a first-time listener, most of you probably are repeat listeners, um, this entire show will be uh, produced in a podcast form, maybe 10 or 15 minutes after we end the live show, and then you can share that and re-listen as many times uh, as you want. In fact, all 12 years of this podcast is available, so if you want to know about any of the things that uh, the poultry scientists, poultry veterinarians, or uh, poultry nutritionists talk about regularly on the show, then you can look at the archives for that and get educated by those professionals. So um, obviously, we're going to start uh, with, you know, I don't know too many people that, you know, their their lifelong dream, for example, was to get into, you know, um, I guess insect production, say, you know, they get out of college and they're like, this is my whole goal and things. So how did, Ray, how did you, unless it may be the first I've heard of something that's like, you know, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to raise black soldier fly larvae at the commercial level. I've always been interested in this, but how did you come about getting involved in the insect technology group uh, for yourself? And then uh, we'll get into kind of how long the company's been around and what, what your specialty is. And then finally, of course, we'll get into the actual product itself, which I know a lot of our listeners are really wanting to hear about. But tell us about yourself and how you got to be COO of the Insect Technology Group and um, kind of your, your responsibilities there. Then we'll talk about the group itself and then talk about, again, the uh, the products. Yeah. No, no, it sounds great. It sounds great. Yeah, I, I – uh... I, I agree. It's a, it's a, it's a, when I graduated university, it definitely was uh, 
was not on my uh, radar screen as well, right? Uh, but, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I I grew up originally. I'm from Ohio in in, in the U.S. and uh, you know originally went to university for engineering and uh, you know spent spent quite a few years in uh, in uh, in uh, agricultural processing. You know, making food ingredients, animal feed ingredients from from agricultural sources. You know, such as corn and things like that. And uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, I I, I got the uh, Got the opportunity to uh, to 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 join uh, to join the to join the group here, um, and you know for me it, what really drew me to it was just uh, our, our mission our mission around sustainability and just the the challenges and opportunities of really really building an industry that uh, that can can solve a big issue around food waste while also uh, uh, while also making some 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 highly nutritious products that. Uh, that also have the opportunity to 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 benefit uh, to to be used, I, I would say, in, instead of some some less less uh, environmentally uh, sustainable ingredients. So I mean, I, it, it, really seeing that what we're doing can can have uh, can have environmental and sustainability benefits, both on the front side of the process with getting food waste out of landfills, and also on the back side of the process with the you know using our our insect products to replace unsustainable ingredients like fish meal or, or, or others. Um, so, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a big draw to me. Um, and uh, we've been doing it here for a couple of years, and uh, definitely has been very, uh, very rewarding and, and 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 exciting. Yeah, like I said, kind of earlier in the intro, I've seen this evolve over the last 12 years, and uh, different products again have, have come and gone, and and companies as well. And um, I, I can remember following it to where you know you start seeing a lot of articles uh, out there, really worldwide, about the possible benefits of insects, not just with animal nutrition, but honestly, even human nutrition as well as as people predict maybe a. Um, uh, really famine and, and, and food challenges ar- around the globe, and they, they really looked at uh, insect replacement for that. Uh, but then also seeing it here where just maybe a year or two ago when we talked about the FDA considering using it and approving it for foodstuffs for, for uh, uh, chickens. I know that are, there were other, a couple of other species that it was approved for, and then maybe a week after that, article came out then they made the announcement that black side black soldier fly uh was uh, approved fda anyway for for say chicken feed and then i remember saying on the podcast again it was a year or two ago saying okay guys we need to pay attention because now that this has been approved uh it's going to be a race to the shelf and what i meant by that was okay one of one there's going to be a company out there whether it be a purina or a neutrina or a Kalmbach or a tucker milling or a whoever um uh, ADM, uh, you know, one of them are going to be the first one to put this bag of feed on the shelf in the feed store in the tractor supply that has some type of lingo on it that says uh, protein derived from insects or you know a certain percentage of protein derived by insects and uh, um, black soldier fly larvae, you know, included or something like that to try to again to to, to market uh, to these folks. And uh, sure enough, it wasn't too long after that. Uh, there was a company that came out and put that put that product on the shelf. I think it was a race to see who could be first. Haven't seen anybody yet that's come in the second for that, and I don't know how well that's selling. I haven't seen a lot of it. Um, uh, I think they took the path of because it's all you know about marketing. 
Uh, I think they took the paths of something like, well, if you can't free range your birds, this is the next best thing because now we've got insects in our feet. So, um, but so we've seen this come and developed over the last 12 years to what it is, uh, what it is today. So tell us about um, uh, insect insect talent technology group. You know, y'all concentrating right now anyway on the black soldier fly larva. Do you have other products? Or are you first starting with with this and yeah. and uh, yeah, you're spot on. You're spot on there. Your 12 years is spot on because uh, we started. Um, a, a lot of people, a lot of people know us by our, 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 our go-to-market name around the agroprotein. But we started 12 years ago, um, and uh, the exact timeline you were mentioning there. And we do make a we do make a range of uh, a range of products, right? So we'll, we'll talk today about the Grubbit, um, which sure. is really our our, our customer-facing brand around. Uh, the whole dried whole dried black soldier fly larvae, but we also um, um, we also make uh, we also make uh, products related to the black soldier fly larvae, such as uh, a high um, a, a high protein meal, as well as a pure a pure insect oil product that are that are geared more for the 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 business to business market where they can be used in. Uh, as components mm-hmm. of complete needs for for various mm-hmm. animals, and they can be used for, for for chickens, but also in in aquaculture applications or or for for dogs and cats. So we um, we do we do do more advanced things with with the larvae as well. But but the reality is the the whole dried larvae on its own is a is a fantastic product, especially especially for for uh, for the poultry market. Yeah, uh, or, uh, and again, I use that. It's funny that you're you're in that same that category, that 12 year timeline. Because uh, again, about 12 years ago, when when we just started hearing a lot of this uh, and ramping up and getting started, uh, there was a company that made kind of a, for lack of a better term, uh, a backyard um, black soldier fly larvae kit, and and it was about the size of an igloo cooler. And the premise was that you would kind of feed and try to attract the black soldier flies, and they would they would uh, do their thing, and then as the larva I guess hatches, it would it would kind of the larva would kind of crawl up uh, this little ramp and fall out of this little igloo cooler uh, container, and then it would be kind of an you know uh, um, a daily treat I guess uh, snack for your chickens. You wouldn't have to do much. Well, <laughs> we, we we must have done something wrong because we I mean people always time oh raising mealworms is so easy this that and the other but. It must have been an issue with this, trying to get the specific black soldier flies in and not, not maybe all these other flies and insects that want whatever uh, food waste we put in this little igloo-type cooler to grow these, these grubs. And then that never worked. And then uh, I think their issue was, well, you may have to purchase your first set of grubs to, to get the thing working and get it started. And then it should take care of itself. And it finally just found itself in, in, into our work shed. And we never tried again because then everything just started becoming on the market. You know, you could just, you know, at least for, for mealworms, you can just go and buy it right off the shelf versus, you know, you're, you're having your time and your labor and the learning curve and things like that. Um, and uh, so let's let's get into the uh, about the product. And, and there's so many questions we'll ask that we've asked so many others. And um, you can, uh, I'm sure, you know, answer them tremendously. The, um, you know, the, the first question is uh, the million dollar question of course, would be 
when I walk into the store, when I walk into uh, um, whether it be Tractor Supply or Mom and Pop Feed Store, Local Food Co-op, whatever it may be, uh, and I walk down that chicken aisle and I see, woo, I see all these choices. I see, you know, I see the microwaved mealworms that are so popular again from China. I see some that are uh, that advertise that they're a whole mealworm and, and it's got the guts in there. I see, I see black soldier fly larvae. I see all these different things that they're going to deem as treats from grains. I now see some with crickets in it and I see some with even shrimp, dried shrimp in it. So when, when, when we're talking about our listeners and the consumer, when they make that turn and they're walking down the aisle, uh, let's, and, uh, you can intro kind of your product here, the grubettes. And then kind of my first question is why, this should that consumer reach up there and grab your product or even get online uh, and, and, and consciously go to your site and make that order for your product. So let's talk about your product, what it is, and then number the, the million-dollar question is why our listeners want, should pick yours versus all the others that are on the shelf. Yeah, no, it's a good question. It's a good question because um, there, there is, there's, a lot of, there's a lot available. I mean, I think when, when we see the market, I mean, our – our product, um, the black. If we just talk about black soldier fly larvae first, I mean, sure. I mean, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic source of of of, of protein and, and and fat and nutrients for the uh, for 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 the chickens, right? I mean, we we recommend a ten to fifteen percent daily diet, right? It's it's, it's definitely it's definitely a treat to something. Something. If anyone's seen any any of the videos online or, or, or things like that, it's definitely something the chickens really obviously enjoy. Um, but that uh, that good source of protein and in particular calcium. So I guess if if we look technically at it and we compare what are, what are you getting from the black soldier fly uh, whole dried larvae versus the mealworms, I think a big thing we we always point to as a key differentiator is the calcium. In the black soldier fly uh, uh, larvae and, and the grubbits, because you just you just don't get that in uh, in the mealworms. Uh, it's just the the, the the biological aspect of the of the black soldier fly. It, it really picks up that calcium, and and uh, there's plenty of studies out there that show how that's beneficial for for for, for stronger eggshells and, and and good health in uh, in the chicken. I think uh, another big area where um, we see a lot of benefits in in the black soldier fly it's just around the health um we you know our products where we where we we process them and and make the protein meal and the insect oil um you know when we incorporate those into into various animal feeds we see a lot of health benefits um one is really linked to the antimicrobial properties um i think it's one of those things that it's, it's it's obvious now, but I guess as you're working with you know working over time, you you, you it takes time to learn. But the you know the the, the larvae itself is it's just an antimicrobial machine, right? So it um, it builds up a lot of a lot of positive things in itself that help with uh, help with uh, animal health. Some of that's derived from something we call the lauric acid, which is uh, about 30 or 40 percent of the fat in the in the larvae. Uh, comes from uh, comes from lauric acid, which has very well documented um, um, health and anti uh, antimicrobial properties. So, um, I would say those are big selling points. I mean, when we look at our product itself, the grubbit compared to other black soldier fly larvae, I mean, we're 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 very proud. It's 
if you buy a bag of grub, it's we're the only people that you can say with 100% confidence that is that is uh, that is made in America. Um, and uh, and secondly, we're we're the um, we believe we're the only people who are doing this with uh, with uh, uh, by upcycling uh, 100% food waste, right? And so really taking food that was in the human food chain that people <laughs> discarded for some reason um, and then uh, treating that in such a way that, uh, um, that uh, makes it uh, 100% uh, safe for the animals and, uh, and uh, then, you know, just having a real positive impact on the environment while also producing the product. So we believe that, uh, that calcium is a big differentiator to the, to the mealworms and that uh, what we're doing on sustainability is a real, real differentiator versus uh, how some of these uh, other, other larvae are, are grown. Do you see in, in your research, and I'm sure y'all have done some research on this, uh, and, and now that they're uh, either online sales or uh, even out there in, in store sales, do, do you see folks, how, how important, and, and again, this is a loaded question because you've got uh, all different aspects of chicken keepers from, again, they, they call themselves the crazy chicken ladies to the homesteader to the, you know, folks that will spend $6,000 on a coop and some folks that say, hey, I want to build a coop out of uh, pallets that I find. So so it, it's kind of a broad spectrum there. But uh, um, when it comes to this market, um, how much influence does price have? Now, that's a loaded question. So I, I'm not sure really how say the bag of microwave mealworms from China sitting there versus your product versus maybe another product with crickets or shrimp in it or whatever. But how, um, how important it is to you guys, because I, I know we can talk and in, in just in marketing in general, how much better this product is worse versus the other, but is, is price still king in, in, in the market that you're in? Or do you find that people are seeing that value? And you know what, this is just, I guess there's got to be a number difference. Like it's only $2 more. So I know these are better. I'll buy it. But you know, if it was $5 more, maybe I see the value, but my pocket book just doesn't see it. So, so in, in this arena of, of the uh, chicken uh, treats and snacks and things like that, supplements, whatever you'd like to call it. um, What have y'all seen in, in your studies with price being king is, is, uh, are they still, are folks still willing to pay a little bit more for, for better? Uh, but I'm sure there's still probably a, a max that they're willing to pay for that. What, what say you on kind of that, that theory uh, in your product? Yeah, it's, it, it's a good question. Cause it's a, I could, I can totally understand how, how people, they get a little bit confused by, by pricing too, right? Because there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's so many different brands. There's so many different, uh, Pack sizes and then how you right. know it's, it's uh, there's a there's a lot of complexity to it, right? I mean, I, I, maybe I'll maybe I'll go about it in a little roundabout way, but get back to the sure. question. I mean, we we started selling we started selling grubbits, um, you know, about six months ago, right? I mean, we've been at this we've been at this 12, 12, uh, 12 years, but we're really you know we're developing projects. Uh, um, in in various countries, you know, we have a we have a site that runs in in South Africa. We have a European site, we, um, but we're really we're really focused on growing uh, growing in the U.S. because it's a, you know it's a it's a fantastic market and 
And uh, well, I'm I, I'm I'm American, so believe in it very much. Um, you know, the chairman of our board is 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 is, is over there in the U.S. And uh, um, so we uh, we uh, we've made a concerted effort. Uh, um, we really want to grow this in the U.S. because it's uh, it really is an exciting place to be. And uh, um, so we 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 built our our first uh, operational site there in the U.S. about 12 months ago with. Uh, with a local partner, right? So um, our local partner there is uh, is uh, is a, a company called Pre Zero US. They're uh, they're um, they're an innovative recycling company based in Los Angeles, and uh, they're responsible for sourcing the the recovered food from the grocery chains and the food production and manufacturing facilities. And then we we, we you know between uh, between between us and them we we. Uh, we started running the site there about six or twelve months ago. I mean, when we when we launched the the product, I think we found uh, we found out that uh, it it really required a lot of uh, a lot of education for people to understand not only the benefits of the of the black soldier fly larvae, and I think you were you were alluding to that earlier, Andy, but. Um, understanding the, the, the sourcing of the food waste, right? And because if, on one hand, people are saying, uh, I think a lot of people are saying, yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to pay a certain premium for sustainability because I really, I really want to, uh, I really want to um, have a positive impact in that area. Uh, but on the other hand, people are, they, 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 they hear the word food waste and they start to think, is this, uh, is this, uh, is this safe, is this safe for my ticket, right? And so, um, I think uh, a lot of that, as we as we try to educate people on, you know, how we have processes that, uh, and maybe we can talk a little bit more about it later. But how we have processes to, to 100% ensure that food waste is an extremely nutritious and and safe uh, source of food for the larvae. I think I think people started started to buy in. Um, I think the other thing is, you know, when we talk with consumers, it's it's the, the the sensitivity on price it's more about it's more about the little things it's more about the quality of the product um, we uh, I mean I, I Andy it's a, the, the the backyard chicken area it's a new it's a new, it's a new market for me to understand I, I, if I'm being honest I didn't I didn't raise chickens when I was growing up but man it is a it is a passionate group of, uh, <laughs> of individuals you know you know it's, you, you said there's a wide range, but I guess the common theme is they're 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 all very passionate individuals, right? Um, and um, you know, when we look at the product, our product is oven dried as well. Versus, you see a lot of the microwave products. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when when you use those different trying techniques, there are there are differences in the product. I mean, people immediately point to the appearance, um, but actually, the the oven dried is also more it is better nutritionally to be buying the oven dried product um the a big reason for that is when you microwave those things they you, and you can see it they kind of puff out and pop mm-hmm. um and actually what that redoes is it's actually releasing um it's actually releasing a little bit of the the the, the oil which is not what you want to be doing right so you're losing a little bit of the nutrition there so um if, if you get to the question on price I think I think price. What 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 we found with this passionate group of backyard chicken farmers is just price. 
price matters, but step one is understanding the product, understanding where it came from, and, and understanding is this something I want to feed to my chickens that I feel so passionate about. And so mm-hmm. I think once you, once you address the first question, I think this, there, there's a lot of people that are, are less sensitive to the question but um, on price, but, um, you know, we're still, you know, six months in, we're still, we're still learning about the, the market itself every day. I mean, we, we understand the technical side very well, but, I mean, we, we're, we're, we're learning the, the, the market more and more every day. Yeah, you you, uh, uh, you talk about a passionate group. That's that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> because let me tell you, they some of them. You're right. They are, are they are hardcore about their backyard backyard chickens. And and again, I think that's a good thing. So tell us, because I think we were going to go down this this uh, this road about uh, the the quality or or, or the uh, the diet. I think when we've done these shows in the past, people have mentioned uh, whether it be on our Facebook page or other social media, uh, they're like, "Hey, I'm glad they're made uh, here in the U.S. Produ- produced here in the U.S." But but tell me more. What what kind of diet? I mean, people. I mean, literally, people were saying, "So are they eating all the food waste from McDonald's?" I'm not sure if I want that. Versus maybe they're eating all the food waste from Whole Foods or Panera. Uh, and so they were really that group. Some of that group was really getting detailed about, well, that's all fine and dandy, but let's dig deeper and let's talk about what food waste uh, that, that they're eating. So uh, you're saying the facility is, is located in California. Uh, I'm guessing since it costs a lot and a lot of logistics to um, make the deal and to gather the goods and the truck and, and the fuel needed that I, I would assume that most of the intake uh, is locally there within the state of California with the food waste that y'all are using? Yeah, it's a hundred, it's a hundred percent local. I mean, the, the food waste, we'll talk about food waste a little bit. I mean, there's, there's different numbers and estimates, but it's a, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a scary number when people see it, right? I mean, I've seen numbers between 60 and 80 million tons a year of of food waste generated from the human food chain just in the mm-hmm. U.S. Right, so there's there's no shortage of raw material wherever you 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 place a facility because there's just there's just way too much of it going going into landfills mm-hmm. now. I mean we we're we're sourcing what we call pre consumer food waste, right? And so this is mm-hmm. food waste um, before. This is not. This is not what you know. What you're throwing away, what's, what's getting scraped off a plate in someone's house. This is not uh, after the consumers had it. This is we're, we're majority of sourcing this is from supermarket waste, right? That can be that can be you know product that hasn't sold is coming off the shelf. That can be um, restaurant and restaurant waste where and food production facility waste like trimmings from the kitchen. You know these types of things that 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 that, that get thrown away. Um, so yeah, we source we source all of that locally. Um, um, we source all of that locally, and there's 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 far more. I mean that's a big reason for our 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 drive to push this technology more broadly is because um, you know there in, in California there's a, the the state just came out with a report last week. Despite all of the initiatives and various investment to reduce food waste, all of those initiatives, despite the positive impact they've had, the amount of food waste generated has increased faster 
then those uh, then those initiatives can keep up. And I, I think the the latest uh, the latest data and, and again numbers vary, but somewhere you know somewhere between five and ten percent of all the greenhouse gases emitted are actually coming from that food waste going into landfills, basically rotting, generating methane and CO2 and other things. And so, um, you know, solving that food waste issue is something something we're uh, we're very passionate about. Um, but you know, when that product comes in, on, on one hand, Andy, it's it's a bit is a bit depressing, right? Because you see it and you say, boy, couldn't couldn't that be couldn't that be used to 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 feed? You know, there's there's a, there's, there's equally a lot right. of stories right. of how people are food insecure, right? And so. Uh, but for various reasons, it's determined it's no longer safe for the for the human food chain. But if you see if you see the pictures, you say it looks it looks just like what was in my uh, what was in my shopping cart uh, uh, eight hours ago when I was at the store, right? And so um, we take all that. We um, we have a we have a automated process to remove all of the inorganics, right? You know, multiple multiple stages of of depackaging, of removing any foreign material and, and 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 grinding that up into something that the larvae can eat. And so basically that's uh that's um you know when you when you look at it it just kind of looks like a looks like a puree after that, right? Now one of the big things of our twelve years of pain and you hit on it earlier was these are black soldier fly larvae, they uh, they are they are a fantastic animal but they uh, they have a mind of their own sometimes, right? So if you don't if you don't give them food that they like, they uh, they decide to go somewhere else, right? And so we really understand the nutrition of 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 what they need, and so we make sure that we're sourcing food waste that meets those nutrition requirements. I think it's no different than any other animal, right? We have a we have a protein range specification. We have a a crude fat specification. We have a, a, a crude fiber specification to make sure we're giving the larvae the nutrition they need. Um, and then finally, the, the, the last step, we, uh, we thermally treat that, that material so that we make sure, and you, you hit on it again, you, you, stole, you stole all my points. You're, you're very knowledgeable <laughs> on it, but we, we, we want to make sure there's nothing else in there, right? I mean, we want to give them something that's completely clean, right? So we we heat treat that and basically kill the microbiology, anything that's in there. We, if there's any, any of those uh, pesky houseflies have, have snuck in and laid an egg or something somewhere, we make sure that that, that food is, is completely safe and, and, and mm-hmm, clean mm-hmm. and nutritious uh, for the larvae to eat. So um, that process, that, that took a long time to develop, and there's a huge amount of science behind that. Um, um, yeah, I was going to say that I was going to say that there's got to be a lot of science in that, knowing how what heat setting that needs to be set to, I guess, for lack of a better term, and I may be way completely wrong, to kill the unsavory, dangerous, and bad bacteria. But yet, you don't want to heat it so high you kill all the beneficial bacteria and things that may be included in that that you want to benefit from. 
So I, I can see how knowing you know how high to heat this to 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 to, to make it safe and to get rid of the bad stuff and and to uh, keep the good stuff. I guess if you heat it too high, then now you're you're uh, gonna gonna get it ruin some of the good stuff. That's the reason why you're doing all this and the reason why that makes them so good and 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 so well uh, uh, for 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 the chickens. Um, I can totally see that. My mind was going down that route when you were when you were talking about that, and I'm glad you cleared that up about food waste because I'm sure some of our listeners out there, maybe a good number of them, were thinking about okay, they're scraping all this food from the restaurant that this that, that their uh, patrons did not eat, all this waste, you know, the the half-eaten hot dog or the half-eaten steak or part of the green beans they didn't eat, and they're all going into this big bag and then it's it's toted off. So that's that's so I'm glad you cleared that up as well as far as really and I see this on my end because I'm involved uh with our um food bank um at church and um where we have four or five vans that go to the different stores in within a certain area of our church and when you when we pull up the way that and it was a learning curve for me to see kind of how that worked uh over the week uh the stores set aside things to put on this pallet for us to take and 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 you can't go in there and say well you know we we don't want that or that's not conducive to our food food bank or you know we'll just want this you got it you take it all so you're kind of doing a service for them they don't have to tote it out to, and throw it away or they don't have to do what they're just like put it over there and they'll take it for the food and then so we take it all and then we have to kind of go through it and, and whatnot but seeing all the stuff uh that uh, from the stores we hit, you know, the major grocery chains and seeing what, you know, from the produce and all that, where at that time, it's it's still probably good for human consumption. We'll get it, but then maybe it's a few days before we actually have our weekly food bank from the time we pick it up. And by Saturday, some of the stuff may not be good to, to give away. So, you know what, they, they give all of that to uh, to me. So I, I, um, I'm very fortunate to get a lot of the, uh, from our church, food bank material that's just that by Saturday when we have our, our uh, food bank giveaway, um, it's not, they're, they're not comfortable giving it to uh, giving it away. So guess what? They call me with my truck and say, Hey, uh, if you can come and get this. And I'm, I'm talking stuff from, you know, whole foods and, and organic stuff all the way to just a box of donuts. So it's, uh, it's interesting. And, and me having a little dabbling in a little bit of that, how we work, with our food bank and food waste from some of the major grocers around here, um, it can be tricky and, and you have to really kind of, and in some of the ways you can't pick and choose and some, some ways that, that you can. So I'm glad you straightened that up and cleared that up for, for our folks thinking about, okay, food waste, is this scraped right off the plate? No, this is, but like you said, pre-consumer, I think was the term you used, uh, food waste. Um, so that, that cleared it up. I really appreciate that. Um, I don't want to go too long. I want to keep, folks attention um if we can shift gears for a second um and tell us because i know people are going okay well where, where do i find this how can i buy this how can i try it um and i of course went to your uh website just a few minutes ago um which looks to be grubets.com g-r-u-b-b-e-t-s grubets.com um, is that where today you'd like to send folks and our listeners who listen live and the, the thousands that are going to listen over the next, you know, 10 days to, to um, 30 days and, and then beyond? Is that primarily where you'd like to send folks today? Are these out in retail establishments yet? 
because uh, I know you th- I think you came to market with them retail about six months ago. And I know it's it can be very tough to get this in, in retail establishments um, or maybe Amazon or your website at Grubbits. Where, where would you like folks to go to actually try your product and purchase it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the People can buy the Grubbits website. They can, uh, you know, I know a lot of people making a first purchase are a lot of times all more, more confident to go to Amazon. They can search for Grubbits on Amazon. Um, you know, people people can feel free to, to use the, um, you know, the coupon code uh, CHICKWISP10, C-H-I-C-K-W-H-I-S-P-10, uh, to get a bit of discount on that first purchase to give the product a try. But really, uh, really, the Grubbit.com website or, or, or Amazon.com, I mean, uh, the product's available. We're, you know, we've seen a huge interest from stores. I don't want to use names now, but you, you I know you talk you guys, We've listened to your show to learn what stores people buy from as well, and I think you know we've got a couple other people that are going to be uh, listing our product online and and, and putting mm-hmm. it in stores soon. So I, I hope that expands. But uh, Grubbits.com and Amazon—that's uh, that's where you can find the product now. So uh, absolutely, I'll make I'll make that clear. So it's G R U B B. ETS.com, grubbits.com. Now, if you can please, because um, I was, I didn't have a chance to write it down, so I know our listeners probably didn't have a chance to write it down. You said there was a coupon code they could use to, tr- to for a first time to try that, and it was Chick something. If you can repeat that for us. Yeah, Chick Wisp, C H I C K W H I S P 10, uh, to grab 10% off that first order. There you go. Chick Wisp, C-H-I-C-K, W-H-I-S-P, 10, the number 10, uh, one zero. And um, I guess at your website, when they go to purchase, there'll be an area to put in that, that coupon code. Now, I'm going to tell folks, because I've got it up on the computer here, um, and I did not do this before the show. I didn't go to grubbits.com, but what you, you're talking about it, and, and uh, I, I put it in, and then I put in, say, um, uh, another – um, uh, competitor, I guess, if you will, somebody that's in the same market. And I'm just going to give folks a price comparison right here, uh, right now on what I'm saying that just popped up. So we've got on your site at grubbits.com, uh, uh, I put in the two-pound size. So two pounds of black soldier fly whole dried larvae with free shipping Right now, you guys actually have it on sale for $19.99. $19.99. That does free shipping, uh, but $19.99 for two pounds. Um, uh, through a Google search, I came up with a, a competitor site, uh, and I noticed that their two-pound, um, same thing, uh, uh, black uh, for, for label reasons, black soldier fly larvae, was um, – Twenty eight ninety nine. So we've got nineteen ninety nine on sale. Uh, so that's that's about nine dollars difference. And you can you can do this at home if you want to, folks. I'm, I'm comparing apples to apples. Two pounds of uh, black soldier fly larvae, uh, and then we have the uh, um, over here at the Grubbits. Two pounds on sale now for nineteen ninety nine. You go over to the other website, twenty eight ninety nine. So uh, I guess that's a $9 difference right there. Um, and, and so, you know, we, t- we talked a, a good bit of this show about price and how important price is to so many people. 
they know they're getting something. We'll just say, hey, I, I like this. It's a better product. I understand it, but it's just it's a little bit too far out. I'm going to have to stick with those microwave mealworms or whatever the case may be, even though I know these are better. So uh, I just did a real quick price check. First time ever I've done it, folks. Honest truth. And I was surprised, $9 different. So, you know, definitely uh, if you want to shop around and then come back over to uh, Grubbits, and then um, you've got the coupon code to the Chick Wisp 10. And let's see, I've never done this before, folks. So we've got a five pound um, bag as well. And then we've got, it looks like there's a 10 pound order, which is really you have an honest in advertising, which really is the two five pound packages that, that you can actually get. You also have an option here for folks they can subscribe and save. So they can put in deliver every uh, two months. Uh, yeah, that, that's the only option there. So they can deliver once a month or want deliver once a month, twice a month, three times, however they want delivered. Uh, and then they get a discount if they sign up to subscribe and save. And then, of course, it is always free shipping. Um, and I don't see – I'm going down here at the your reviews – and I, I, they look like they're all five-star reviews at this point. Scrolling down, I'll read some of these uh, high-quality grubs. Uh, we've got uh, Grubbits are the best, great product, even better company, excellent product that my free-range hens love, happy chickens, um, my ladies love them, awesome product. So uh, this is, uh, again, fantastic reviews, which I always look at, whether I'm looking at a hotel or buying something off Amazon. So, uh, but I'll go back and folks on the two pound package that are on sale right now for 19.99 at grubets.com, and that's nine dollars um, off a competitor's you know two pound package. So shop around. That's a phenomenal price, and you can see it with your own two eyes, just like I did doing a general search. So uh, grubets.com. Um, as we kind of wrap it uh, up here. Um, is there anything else that maybe you had on uh, your agenda that you wanted to relay, uh, Ray, for, for, the, for the show? I tried to ask uh, some of the questions that I've asked before uh, and, of course, that I feel that our listeners are going to be uh, thinking while we're doing the show. But is there anything that I didn't cover that you really wanted to relay to the folks uh, before we let you go? No, the only thing I'd say is that we've also, you know, on that website, we've got an email there. You guys can uh, follow us on uh, at Instagram and reach out to us too. I mean, I think we we want to learn from your listeners as well, uh, Andy. I mean, we we're very passionate about sustainability and and making you know, making high quality products, right? And I think that that transparency goes through. And so, any opportunity we get to to hear from from potential or current customers, we're we're you know we're thrilled for that. So uh, people should feel free to reach out to us. Um, but I, other than that, I just really, uh, really appreciate your time and, and having us and uh, uh, having having me on. It was great to great to talk to you and, and, and get the message through to your listeners about what we believe is a, a fantastic product in Grubbit. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we could finally have you on. I know this has been in the making for at least three months now, and so I'm finally our schedules and, and with the crazy world and the pandemic, and uh, that we finally got you on here. I'm at your website. I scrolled all the way down at the bottom. I see where I can uh, go to your Facebook and Instagram. There's also an email, folks. It's info uh, at grubbets.com. G-R-U-B-B-E-T-S. Info at grubbets.com. If you have any questions, they'd be uh, happy to hear from you. He was just talking about that. 
Um, and uh, go go check them out at that website. And and again, compare price because we we dedicated a good portion of the show about how important that is and and is price still king even though uh there's a better product sitting next to each other that may be uh, a little bit more so um definitely look that out but we found that it's a fantastic value compared to uh some other uh producers out there of the uh uh soldier fly larva so so great value and great price so ray thank you very much for coming on today we do appreciate all the wealth of information and we hope that a lot of folks will take advantage of with this uh, chick wisp tin uh the coupon already a fantastic deal but they, they can use the coupon they can um, try your product out and then hopefully we'll, you'll get a lot of repeat business as well so thank you very much for coming on today i do appreciate it all right have a great day thanks again you too Bye-bye. Bye. All righty, folks. We're going to go to our uh, final commercial break of the day, and when we be back, we'll wrap it up with what we have in store for the next few shows. So stay with us. We'll be back right after this short break. The Yard Bird Chicken Plucker takes the hassle out of backyard chicken processing by fully defeathering birds in less than 15 seconds. The compact size makes it easy to transport and easy to store. The one and a half horsepower motor and 20 inch stainless steel tub can handle two eight pound birds at the same time. There are no belts or pulleys to wear out and no adjustments necessary, which makes it virtually maintenance free. For more information about how you can own this must have chicken processing product, visit YardBirdChickenPluckers.com today. That's YardBirdChickenPluckers.com. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing, meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, CackleHatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer. If you're in the market for a new incubator, then look no further than GQF. They have a great selection of tabletop and cabinet-style incubators at prices you can afford. I love my GQF Genesis Model 1588. It has a large picture window and an automatic thermostat, which makes for a better hatch every time. Go pick out your new incubator at GQFRadio.com. That's GQFRadio.com. Since 1921, Stromberg's has been a family-owned and operated business providing quality poultry and poultry supplies to their customers. Today, the Stromberg's family offers over 200 different breeds of poultry, including chickens, waterfowl, and game birds. They also offer poultry supplies for both the beginner and experienced poultry keeper. Stromberg should be on the top of your list when it's time to order your new day-old baby chicks and poultry supplies. Order online today at StrombergsChickens.com. That's StrombergsChickens.com. And now we return to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer with your host, Andy Schneider. 
All righty, folks. Thank you very much for staying with us. And, uh, hey, we've got some good shows coming up the next few Thursdays with poultry scientist Dr. McRae and, of course, poultry veterinarian Dr. Pateski. We hope you'll mark your uh, calendar, your little alarm on your iPhone, your iPad, iPod, whatever you've got there that you listen to the show with. And we appreciate you tuning in today. So we hope you do that. And uh, go check them out over at grubbits.com and check out those great prices. This has been Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tucker Milling, with your host, Andy Schneider. For more information, find us on the web at chickenwhisperer.com, on Facebook by typing in The Chicken Whisperer, on Twitter at Backyard Poultry, and on Instagram at The Real Chicken Whisperer. Thanks for listening. Thank you.